The following podcast is explicit. So, Mom, you're going to want to turn this off. On today's episode of Mouthful of Marvels, there isn't an episode of Mouthful of Marvels. Welcome to Pimisodes, everybody! So, um, I'll be the first to admit that I really like, dare I say love, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, I say it up top at the beginning of every, every episode. And when you love something as much as I do, it affects those around you. Uh, particularly your loved ones. Um, and, um, the, the person that, uh, this episode has in it is my significant other, Kylie Thurman. Good friend to Mike as well. Uh, we all kind of met at this. no, 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 I met Mike and then, uh, we both kind of met Kylie at the same time. Um, uh, I don't know why I'm telling you this. Anyway, Mike interviews Kylie, trying to kind of get a better idea of what's going on in my head about Marvel. Now, there's a lot of rambling, a lot of tangents, but hey, it wouldn't be an episode or a pimisode of Mouthful of Marvels without tangents. Now, would it? Um, let me think. Uh, if you have an idea for a pimisode, um, go ahead and email us at mouthfulofmarvels at gmail.com you may get a pimisode on our website we could release it so just email us at mouthfulofmarvels at gmail.com and let's make some magic speaking of make some magic let's listen to some magic that was already made with my good friend Mike interviewing my girlfriend Kylie let's get to that magic bibbidi bobbidi boo Okay, we can we can just talk for a second too, and then I'll intro uh, the podcast. This is so weird. I know. It's really fun though when she could go in. Okay. Like. Um. And and I'll and I'll lead it. Like I'm gonna do it as if I'm interviewing you, and I like and I think it'll gain momentum pretty easy. I don't know. So, what what what's like your worst nightmare with this? Um. That it won't be whatever he wants this to be. You feel like there's a lot of expectation? No, not even from him, but just like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to, and I also don't want to sound like a bitch. So like in the shower is like, what do I say and what do I not say? Like, Well, what, in that, those terms though, I'm like the podcast bitch. Like that's what my <laughs> role is. I know, but then there's like, are, is anyone even going to like listening to this? So, because uh, like, this is a Marvel podcast and we're just going to like be shitting on it the whole time. It's like, this feels like we're roasting Jordan, but without the jokes. Like, we're just saying the wrong thing. It's like just the mean, critical part. This is what I do to him every night before bed. I just set him down. All joking aside, you're kind of the worst. I kiss him goodnight, and I roll over and go to bed. Um, instead of counting sheep, I count his flaws out loud. <laughs> Oh no. Oh dear God. Sorry you fell. So for Calvin's birthday, we went out dancing mm-hmm. uh, at this club here in Chicago. It's kind of like this cool, like young, hipster club ish. And it was <laughs> fucking fun. Really? That sounds it was awesome. Such a good time. 
like and I'll and like and I already believe that it won't be fun next time. Yeah. Like I'm like I, I can't. You can't convince myself it that it's going to be. Well, no, I'm sh- like like part of me knows it will be, but my instincts are like, no, nah, dancing's not fun. Yeah, but I also like that one night that we went dancing on New Year's Eve. Like you have fun. You were oh, fun. I get, like once I get there, it's my favorite thing in the world. But I like yeah. I, I just I don't believe it. I think that's always lightning in a bottle, and it's never going to happen again. Yeah, and we like. In that situation, we for sure were not the worst dancers too, which was nice. And <laughs> you're never the worst dancers. Also, like, like when, like I, I, I say like my my tweet up, but it's true. Like, like even my bad dancing people like, <laughs> like it's like it's fun. If long, if if like a guy my size and this goofy just goes nuts, like people love it. It was so fun to dance with you. You just like went, it was really like contagious. You, I, like after holiday, the place here is called Holiday Club. I was like, I wish Kylie would have been here. There's so many moments like I wish yeah. Kylie would have been here. I wish that I could have come. It's a hipster dance club. I don't know if hipster is the right word because it's not quite like that. What like, would a hipster dance club be? It just it felt like cool young people. It didn't okay. feel like it like a club club. Like it felt like like a cool bar that also happens to have like a dance club in the back okay so they played like uh old um what are they called old burlesque videos black and white burlesque videos in the back so there's like soft porn going on around the whole it's really cool (laughs) that's fun like really classy porn yeah um did you watch you finished girls right yeah i love the like anti-hipster Coffee shop that they did. Oh, it's it's a great idea. Like it's a great real idea. Yeah, it really was. And like the fight scene between. I wonder if there's going to be a cultural shift that way. I can already feel it sometimes too. Because it resonated with me. And yeah, yeah, it totally did. I feel like that. Yeah, it just spoke to what is already happening. I feel like. Yeah. Um, so we could just like start it at the beginning. Cause it like talking about your insecurities there, I think was a fun way to start. <laughs> <laughs> People do it. So this is, I think Jordan will probably do an introduction for this cause I never do, but this is now this full is, marbles. This is Jordan's hello, everybody. Hello. Do you listen to three episodes? Um, no, I've only listened to a couple because one thing, it honestly makes it's me miss fine. you. And like. Another thing is that I already have so much Marvel in my life, like way more than I ever expected. <laughs> like, I don't need this in my life. Let's start there. How much Marvel was in your life before Jordan? Um, honestly, like none. And I was just fine with that. Like, I had no idea how much Marvel was going to be a part of my life. <laughs> and now I just feel like I'm stuck in this prison of like something that everyone loves. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just. Do you feel? Do you, do you feel weird being surrounded by people that love it and you're not enjoying it? Yeah, and I also feel like it kind of like I've. It's kind of lonely, like like because it's so much a part of pop culture right now. Like everyone's obsessed with superheroes, and I just don't get it. And I wonder if I wasn't dating Jordan, if I would like it more. Do you know what I mean? Sure. When there's like there's less expectation, well, less yeah. less pressure, and it's less constant. So. You you would you would be able to consume it like at your pace. Yeah, totally. But I don't know. I think people who don't like sports feel the same way about sports. Like they start to yeah. resent it because like I like they almost wish they could be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Or like like there's so many people enjoying it. What am I missing out on? And yeah. then everybody's like 
which sports team sports harder because they have to make fun of it if they're not part of it. Yeah. I know. Yeah, totally. Like Jordan will shit on sports all the time. I'm like, yeah. There's more more substance to sports than Marvel. I know. Yeah. Sports have problems. They can get gross. (laughs) Like, well, they're both just absurd. So like, I don't know why. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know why people put sports down. I don't know why people put anything down, but I kind of get why people put Marvel down. On this podcast, I feel like I need to defend sports. I know. I've like heard you do that a lot. Yeah. Uh, which, which is weird because I'm not like sporty McSports guy. Yeah, I've never thought of you as like a sports man. No. But everywhere, like everywhere I've been in common, especially like in Logan Out Loud, our first improv group, like I was like the jock. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is like no one would <laughs> no one ever like walk past me down the street and be like, ah fucking jock. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So um what let's see. I had another question with it. Oh, the reason you don't listen is because you miss me. I was gonna tell you this, like I miss like everybody at home and I miss home and I miss the mountains and everything. But it's like you and mm. Scott that I like have the hardest <laughs> time with. Cause like I don't know. It's hard, <laughs> but you, you, you and Scott are really hard. So this, that's why I think one of the reasons uh, we haven't talked as much. I know that's really sweet because I feel like every time I want to call you or like FaceTime you, I just can't, and I don't know why. Like, yeah, it feels awful. Well, it's like it's like the Schrodinger's. I can't ever say that Schrodinger's cat. We're like. If you FaceTime oh, me, then I'm really gone. <laughs> the cat's really dead once you open the box. That's probably what it is. Like yeah, something it's qu- like it's that. It's quantum physics. Yeah, <laughs> it's something like that. Like in my head, like every once in a while, I really think you're in Logan. Like sometimes when we're up there or like getting ready to come up there, I'll text you and be like, do you want to, what do you want to do while we're up there? But no. Oh. <laughs> so I have that where I'll wake up and I think I'm in Logan <laughs> and it's, it is, it is a mind fuck. Yeah. It is. It is such a weird, like I have to like get up and do something quick. So I can't just like stay in that. But mindset. do you think that if you were here, you would have the same like thing of waking up and being like, oh no, I'm in Logan again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I try to like, I try to be as honest with myself about like what being in Utah was really like. Um, yeah. because like you're, you're experiencing self and you're remembering self are two different people. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, so like you, what you remember is never what you were experiencing. Like it's two different realities. Yeah, totally. So, so I think I'll just be like anxious and unhappy no matter where I am. I, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I was telling my therapist like the other day that I feel like wherever I, wait, we're supposed, we're supposed to be talking about Marvel, but you I feel like we're no, also this, catching this up. Tangents, I don't care. Okay. And he can edit this out anyways. We're, we're, we're interesting. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah, you're right. But I was telling my therapist, that I feel like wherever I am, I'm like missing or wishing I wish I were somewhere else. And I was just like, am I just going to die? Like, I'm just going to live my <laughs> life wanting to be yeah, other places. No That's horrible. Um, there have been like, like two, like, I don't know. I think like, I think it might be normal to feel that way a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but you're also very good at like when we're doing something fun or when we're just hanging out or like even just like, I don't know what, like gone to a movie or something and you're like, you like take a moment to be like, I'm so happy right now. This is so fun. Oh, that's sweet. And like, and, and it helps me do that too. Well, that's kind of, um, like it's one of those like 
You never know the good times when they're happening or while you're in them. Oh, that like fucking office quote that like <laughs> haunts my every moment. Just, just what gut was shot it? every time. It's well, like, Andy. I don't know the exact wording. It's Andy, and he says, "Like I wish that there was a way to know that the good old days that you're in the good old days." <laughs> yeah. Can you say it better than I did? I think uh, I'll look it up. Okay. Um. This is also interesting. So for people who don't know, uh, Kylie is Jordan's girlfriend. Um, she's also mm-hmm. my best friend. Mm-hmm. So like my best friends are dating each other, um, <laughs> which is like, sounds like it could be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but it's not, it's, it's not at all. It's, it's But we like, Mike and I met after Jordan and I had dated. It's not like you knew both of us and then we got together. So you've only no. known us as a couple. Sure. I knew you just before you guys started dating. Yeah, we but were you, really but you, dating. Yeah, but, like, but I, met, I met you around the same time Jordan did and right. through Jordan. Like when you met me, I was still kind of trying to like get out of being in or like I didn't really want to date him. And like in this way that like I just wanted to like I didn't know what it was and I wasn't really looking for a boyfriend. And I knew he was moving and... I don't know. So I was kind of like in a weird place when we met, but we clicked so well. Um, and I remember one time I was thinking about this earlier today. Uh, and this was right after you guys. So still during that, that first summer at Pickleville mm-hmm. where you guys met, uh, Jordan and I went to go get lunch. I think is when this was. And, uh, it came up to like, you and I have more in common <laughs> than you and Jordan. And mm-hmm. he was like very worried about it, <laughs> uh, which, which will be a fun introduction to this podcast because you and I had very similar tastes in art and, and in media and most things, most things. Yeah. It's hard I've, I've said before that like we have similar enough taste that like we enjoy all the same things, but different enough that like we share a lot of new things with each other. Yeah. It's a good balance. Okay, I think I found the quote. Okay. Uh, so I wish there was a way to know you're in the good old days before you've actually left them. <laughs> oh. Somehow that was that was sadder. <laughs> I know it's it's Ooh. really an awfully great quote. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> because- but you're good at taking those moments. Like you're you you've like I can think of like several situations where you've like taken time to acknowledge it. And it also feels almost like obsessive in some way that almost feels unhealthy sometimes. I'm so obsessed with like cherishing the moment or the memory and I'm really obsessed with memories and I try to remember everything so much that sometimes I worry that I'm not just enjoying it. I'm just trying to be like, okay, how am I going to remember this? How am I, how, what am I going to do? Like, so I think that that's not also healthy either. Do you know what I mean? But it's, yeah. I don't know, like, the, your heart's in a good place with it, though, right? Like, the intentions right. are all really good. Yeah. Um, but it feels almost it's a better, little it's better. you know? Sure. Your memories are like, give me some space. <laughs> You're smothering me. But, but, like, what's more important, the experience or the memory? Because I'm honestly not sure. And I feel like also, like, in today's world, that it's more about, like, what the memory looks like pictures or like than actually experiencing it. Cause I went, Oh, actually I shouldn't talk about this because my sister might listen to this, but (laughs) can you do it? Say it in a way that, yeah, I just went on a vacation and 
it was like such a beautiful place to be and we were like we had so many cool experiences but it was kind of ruined by like the need to document it and I hated it you know I couldn't really even enjoy where I was sometimes because there was such an obsession with getting a picture with good lighting and and making sure that it looks like we're having so much fun (laughs) instead of having (laughs) so much fun so yeah, I, well, I told you about that New York trip I went on mm-hmm. with my friends. I, I couldn't stand it. Like, and they're, they're like, uh, they'd spend the whole day planning their Instagram posts. Yeah. And it drove me insane. It drove me crazy. Yeah, pretty and gross. like, they'd also, because I do comedy, they're also like, help me come up with a funny caption. Help me come up with a funny caption. And I hate it for two reasons. <laughs> One, because that's not where I want to put my comedy. And two, I'm afraid they're not going to think I'm funny. <laughs> I'm afraid I won't be able to deliver. <laughs> so. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very gross. Uh, it was it, that that trip was really fun and really frustrating. Yeah, well, I went to New York with the wrong people. Yeah, you should have gone with me. Not all the wrong people. I think some of them listen to this. <laughs> See, Ooh. oh no, Ooh. I know one of them does, and she's not one of them. She's fine. Okay. Oh man, that's that's even more like <laughs> passive aggressive. <laughs> fun. Anyway, I. Uh, so what, tell me, so before you met Jordan, like break down your experience with like comic, any comic books growing up at all, any, any, what, like, how do you feel about comic mm. book movies, anything like that? I really just didn't think about it that much. I really liked the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, Spider-Man, <laughs> Spider-Man, and Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Um, I really liked those. I didn't really read any comic books. Like I read, do you remember Captain Underpants? I know it doesn't really count because it's. Not Marvel? No, I'm thinking of Quail Man from Doug. Okay. I just and that's not Quail Man from Doug. Because he wears his he wears his undies on the outside and yes. he wears belt on his uh-huh. head. Like I read stuff like that, but I never read like Superman or any of he's DC. I've never really read any like comic books, but um I mean I guess I kind of like the movies, but I never got excited to watch them. I just kinda of watch them if they were on. Yeah. So that was honestly just like how I was before I met Jordan. And I feel like it's still kind of like how I am now. I'm just more surrounded by it. Do you like it any more now than before? Do you think like, is this, is, is it like, mm-hmm. have you found things you enjoy? Have you feel like, if any, you feel like you have to? Probably just because when you're in a relationship, you try to be interested in the things that your partner's interested in. Right. And you try to see like, a silver lining or like hope to things. <laughs> I can sound like he's dying. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just doing want to make great. Him comfortable for the time he has left. <laughs> uh, what? So, is there something that like you're super into that would be Marvel for Jordan? That's what I was trying to think about because when I the other it was probably like a month ago. I think that I just or no because of, like you like good art. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't want to sound that pretentious. Music maybe because I was he's, just gonna he's say music. he is right, like I'll let you answer. Oh yeah, shut the fuck up, Mike. But I was just like a month ago. I would kind of had a breakdown about it. I just felt so surrounded by it, and also it was kind of lonely. And sometimes when we're hanging out with people like Jordan will just like people always ask Jordan about Marvel and like want to talk about that all the time because that's his thing you know and so it automatically excludes me from the conversation because I don't know anything and I can't keep up in those conversations and I work in a movie theater and like 
they're always talking about movies there and about Marvel movies. And I'm just like so surrounded by it. And I'm always watching the trailers for it and stuff. And I just kind of like had a breakdown about it. And I was trying to explain it to him. But like, I, I, I don't really have anything that compares to what Marvel is like for him. And I think the only thing that I could think of was music because he said that when like you and I talk about music or something that he'll kind of feel like disconnected or alienated from it. So I, yeah, that makes sense. And like you and I go to concerts. Yeah. And we spend money on it. Cause I, uh, with like with Jordan, I'm like, you spend money on this. It's like all you like think about and all you read and like, it's all the TV shows that you watch. Like it's everything that you are. And it's kind of crazy when you think about that. Okay, this is a, this is a serious critical question. Uh, do you think it's too much, or like it becomes too one dimensional of an interest? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. Let me think about it. Because I have, I feel like my consumption of TV, like good TV shows and movies is too much like i feel like it's hmm. it's not like a very balanced thing for me but like and i'd venture yeah. to say that marvel's probably that way for jordan but like sometimes with certain things i'm like you're watching agents of shield again like that show <laughs> is awful like watch it's something so else but then i just have to kind of just like like why why does it matter like everything's absurd and if you want to like spend your time watching I, it's just escapism really yeah. He's just bad at it. I don't know. That I've honestly like also feel like I'm kind of filtering myself because I don't want to like sound like a shitty girlfriend. Well, okay. This is kind like, of, yeah, it's kinda of hard. Sure. But like be honest though, because like like it, it doesn't make you a worse girlfriend than not like Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I we were watching The Office the other day and Aaron, it was that episode where um, Andy brought back his acapella group from Cornell okay. yeah. and Aaron was like trying to get really into it with them. And like in a side interview, she was like, that's what you do in relationships. You love the thing that makes you lose respect for the person you're dating. <laughs> it <was> so funny. <laughs> so I don't know. I just like, I go up and down with it and sometimes I'm really, really annoyed or I feel like I'm even kind of judgmental about it sometimes, which makes me feel bad. What's, what's the judgment? Just like, it feels like a waste of time. Like it feels also like it's the same story over and over again and just like varying different little tweaks. Like it just feels like the same thing over and over again. Like, why are we so obsessed with like, why another superhero movie like why another thor movie like i'm tired this is boring and i yeah yeah i don't know well and 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 i think i could like know you well enough to add to this when there's so much good art out there too exactly like, like why are you watching there's so this many again? better options like why don't you like i i want you to watch girls with me like be interested in my stuff and that's so stupid of me like i should just i should drop that i'm the worst sometimes in my oh head my <laughs> <laughs> right. a little less judgment on you a little bit more on jordan no i <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah do you feel yeah do you feel so i guess girls could be your your marvel 
No. In a way. No, no, no. Like, you don't understand. Like, he live, he wakes up and thinks about it. He goes to bed thinking about it. Like, it's obsessive. He's obsessed so with he marble. no was just, like, that was pure instinct. I, like, I, I don't understand it. I don't think it's that interesting. I don't like Marvel that much. I think it's bored, overdone. I think it's sexist. It's offensive. And it's just, like, honestly, it bothered me for a long time that he was so into something that I felt like was so sexist. Like, it really bothered me. And maybe it still does sometimes, you know? Yeah. Does it help that, like, you know Jordan knows it's sexist? Yeah, and he also does little things, I can tell, to, like, try to... Like he, I think that he would do this normally, but he's very like girl power in the Marvel world, and he's always posting on Instagram like women, yeah, women of Marvel, Marvel stuff. Wednesday. So I think it's his way of trying to like bridge the gap too between art interests. Like I am into that kind of stuff, and he's like, "Look, you can be a feminist and like Marvel too." But right. I don't really see it sometimes. Yeah, it's a that's a tough that's a tough. Uh... That's a tough angle to play to try to be the the feminist comic book guy. <laughs> yeah. That almost sounds like its own superhero. And like feminist comic book guy. And he'll like there'll be a girl like what is it? Black Widow, she's in the Avengers and like, "Oh, see, it's not sexist." And it's like, "No, it still really is." Like, why doesn't she have her own movie? And especially in the last Avengers, it felt like she just turned into an appendage for the Hulk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they don't really absolutely. get anywhere with it. No, they're, they're all, yeah, they're all, they're all secondary characters to another superhero. Yeah. Almost always. Even Jessica Jones is like one of the more famous characters and still like, there's like a lot of gross things. Oh, really? And like for, at least in the first couple episodes, like there was some like body shaming in what? like the very first episode where, where Jessica Jones was doing the body shaming. Oh my God. Like what yeah, was like, she saying? So, so she was like looking in people's apartments and like some girl got off in the apartment, got off the treadmill and then went and got a donut. And then like something, it was some like some pithy line, like uh, 20 minutes or like 10 minutes on the, on the treadmill, like you've earned 10 donuts or whatever. Like something like really, just like really hmm. mean. Weird. That and is it was weird. supposed to be, it was supposed to be, I think funny, but it was just, just a mean. Yeah. That's, body yeah, shaming I don't like someone, that. Who, someone who like they they made too like they <laughs> that's, it's not like they stumbled upon someone actually exercising like they're like what if we made someone exercise then eat a donut and then made fun of them <laughs> like what a what a fucked up scenario yeah, like, get them yeah <laughs> like it's not even real you're 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 fat shaming people in the in the scenario that like you created the fat person in yeah Ugh. That's that crazy. Is, yeah, yeah, that's gross. So there's, there's little things. And, like, no show's perfect. Like, even, like, like Girls, maybe the most feminist show on TV, I'm sure I could, like, probably think of something like that. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So, like, that's, that's, that, even, even the most feminist Marvel show, like, in the first episode, was like, ugh, gross. Yeah. It's just, so I don't know. And I also feel like, oh, my gosh, I just forgot what I was going to say. One second. Oh, I was going to say that, like, even the female characters in the comic books or the movies, they almost just feel like another fantasy, like, for men. Like, they don't feel like real women. No, they're not three-dimensional. It's like, I'm even Jessica like a Jessica Jones is, is, does feel three-dimensional. She, she does? That, that's what, yeah, that's what made her a little bit better. That's But great. even then, she's, like, 
a Netflix series yeah. and like much later. Like she's, she's an appendage to that world. Hmm. Yeah. You don't really, but I know what you mean. They feel very sexualized too, like hypersexualized. Oh yeah. And did which you- like, I don't think women should be like asexualized, which I think sometimes the pendulum swings too far the other way. Yeah. Like, I think I'm trying to find like all people too. should still be sexual beings. Um, like, like women are still like, like you shouldn't sexualize a person, but they should also be sexual. Like yeah. that should be part of their, their three-dimensional being. I think I've been warming up to that lately too, because I myself, like in movies when it will show a girl and all of a sudden she like won't have a shirt on or like she'll, her clothing is like more revealing or something I'll, I'll get frustrated with it but then i'll also be like well where's the line of like because it is okay to be a sexual person or to be sexually attractive like that is also that gives you power in some way too yeah. you know and so i don't know where that line is of i think i yeah you, i think i think there's there's a couple parts at least from my perspective and my and this is i don't know i'm 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 figuring it out too I have no idea. But like part of it is like I think like it only works if the woman is choosing to be sexual. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Um, And also like you can sexualize somebody or sexualize yourself without objectifying. And I think there's a big difference Hmm. there. Yeah. Like sexualizing it's part of like a three dimensional person where objectifying it's it's reducing them to sexuality. Yeah, and I think that it's also my Mormon upbringing of like the fear of if you don't dress modestly, you are you don't deserve to be respected as much. Or it's Ugh. like, well, yeah, you should have worn more clothes or you wouldn't have run into this problem or you know, like we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you still have a lot of that residual? Oh my gosh, yeah. And I think that I even notice it I'm I'm noticing it more and more of just like there's stuff that I have such a hard time shaking from that. And just I think also it's just taking ownership of my body completely is something that I still try to do. Like I still feel I still dress really modestly and I sometimes wonder where that stems from. If it's just me. Yeah, do you feel like it's because you want to? I don't know. Honestly, I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I just feel like it's so ingrained in me too. just if you want to be respected and want to be treated equally and fairly, you you just got to like risk, like, quote, respect yourself and dress and cover yourself. Like that's just been in my mind for so long that it's hard to get that out. And that's not like a but that's not like an internal like value though that's a that's like an external thing right like that's that's come from like a third party has told you that right does that make sense wait no <laughs> explain so like like so like that that like you've got to respect yourself that's not something that like comes from within that's something like that, that like you've been told growing up right yeah and but i think that because i've been told that growing up it's so that i think it is something beyond just that you know i think it it is ingrained in me to think that's real. And when I do, when I don't wear clothing that covers me up as much as I usually do, like I feel like I'm less respectable. Yeah. I can't, I I can't pretend that I know what that feels like. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, it's awful to admit it too sometimes because it's not always like that either. I feel like it just goes up and down with my confidence with things and, 
where I am and who I'm surrounded with, especially do I have friends that see things the way I do? Do I have friends that are more conservative? I think it just also goes up and down with that too. Yeah, totally. But because like, yeah, like it's, well, and especially in a place like Utah where like, you have like some very liberal, open-minded, progressive friends. Yeah. But you also have like a lot of Mormon and like and conservative friends. So, like you, you feel both those pressures all the time when you're in Utah. Right. Yeah. Totally. And even just from strangers too. Like I, I just assume that everyone around me is kind of. I just put that assumption on people, which is bad too. Yeah. And it, and when it sounds like. Um, like you like part of it you don't want to make anyone uncomfortable too oh yeah like you, totally. you're very concerned about everyone's experience around you because you're you're like the most empathetic person i know well thank you like you're, you're the like like the sweetest most perceptive empathetic <laughs> person and so like of course you're going to be very concerned with everybody's experience yeah and like I, their perspective yeah like we just went to california with jordan's family and we were going to go to the beach one day and like, I just didn't, I just took a one piece because I knew it would make everyone more comfortable or maybe I'd be more accepted or more loved. And I just want to like, just, I always want to leave that behind me so bad, but it's just, it's easier to say than to do. Sure. I, I, I have some of that, not with, I'm trying to like empathize because like, I don't have that kind of body and I'm also a dude. So like, I don't. I don't know what it would be like to like walk out real slutty. Uh, <laughs> like I have no idea. Like I can't like, in fact, the other day I saw somebody like, like a girl walk onto a train and she was dressed very sexy mm. and like it, it changed the temperature of the train. Right. Like, yeah. like everybody just just, and like, changes. Oh, that's awesome. That was cool. Like, like I, I, my first thought was like, that has to be so fun. There's power in it. Such yeah. a good time. Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know. I also don't know where like the line is either, but where it's like, I know that I, I don't know i guess it's trial and error and maybe maybe you don't figure it out like but, but the, the, in that moment i'm like oh that's that that she's she's doing something that like the rest of like the other 50 of us on here can't do <laughs> yeah that's yeah totally there's a power in it and people can feel empowered by showing their body instead of having to feel like you're reduced to that like people can make that whatever it is. And I remember we were talking about like strippers or something like this was a while ago. This was like a year ago, me, Jordan and I were talking about it. I was just kind of putting them down, like respect yourself and stuff. And Jordan said something like, so well, some people find it empowering and something just kind of clicked when he said that. And I was like, yeah, that's totally valid. And I know that feeling of feeling like I, I know the empowerment feeling, but I feel like I know the shame more. Okay, so you know I've been to a strip club. Do you know that? I do, and I remember when you told me that, I was so surprised. <laughs> I was kind of like, Mike, what? For those who don't know, I've been to a, I've been to two strip clubs. Yeah, uh, and a couple burlesque shows. Those are those. Oh, are that sounds clubs. so great. They're very fun. Those sound you, I think so nice. I think I think you'd really enjoy a burlesque show. That if sounds kind of therapeutic. Oh, it's and they're they're fun, and they're also like. Like it's so much by the end. Like it's like <laughs> it's like an hour and a half, two hours or something with a break and something. And by the end, I'm like, okay, like I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I'm 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 over your boobs. I'm done. <laughs> like it was fun, but like they lost their power, and that felt good too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
But like it just it just it just it just dismisses like all these like <laughs> all, all all the stuff that we've been talking about all these like societal pressures like because they're, they're oh man it's crazy lightning I uh, they're um naked and they're the ones running the room yeah they're the ones in charge that, and that's how yeah, the that's club was too which was very refreshing like I thought it would be like a real sleazy experience uh and in like in some ways it is yeah uh, it's more in like a sad desperate way than it is like a perverted way mm-hmm. where, there's, where it's like <laughs> yeah. like it's more to me like I was more like sad like these girls are preying on these lonely dudes <laughs> like, yeah like they're, they're making a ton of money off of these like desperate sad lonely dudes who are gonna go home alone and be sad but that like, sounds kind of cool too like I have this power totally. over you and you're going to give me money. And like, you are so stupid. Like, like girls, I, I did it in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Is this your club? <laughs> oh God. Uh, so I did, but he, like, so I did a show, uh, and the headliner I opened for, uh, he's like, uh, I don't care what you're doing, but I'm going to the strip club after you're welcome to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll try it. Uh, and then when I was on stage, I did a whole bunch of jokes about being Mormon. Uh, and this is like my very like last going to church. I was trying to be like a progressive, open-minded, non-believing Mormon go to church. Yeah. Uh, and I did it. It was like, hey, I'm Mormon. I've never been to a strip club before. And we're going after the show. You're all welcome to come. And most of the people from the show came to the strip club. Yeah. And then everything's free. That uh, sounds fun. <laughs> when, when you're Mormon and you're going to a strip club for the first yeah, time. Yeah, I remember you telling me that joke. Um, And I also, when I was in Vegas, my sister dragged me to a thunder down under show Uh and it was like kind of great and kind of i was really really uncomfortable honestly especially beforehand i was really nervous Uh but like What, what what were the nerves do you remember well i just had never done anything like that like i'd never been somewhere like that and i also felt kind of like like giddy like kind of excited like what are we doing like you know like what is this like and by the end of it I was having so much fun and I think it was just like what the atmosphere was just so crazy and like nothing had ever like been a part of before and like the audience was just full of like sexually frustrated housewives just like screaming their (laughs) heads off and like it was so fun and there was like a few like older couples there together too which i was kind of like like what led you here like this is kind of fun and obviously there's a table of gay guys so it was just like a fun time uh-huh. and i, and I, I think th- I'd, I'd go to a thunder down under show in an, in an instant i think oh, that'd be so fun that would be so fun to go with you let's go to vegas we'll do we'll do we'll do really both. great and we can get in for free uh because of tom he gets free tickets oh it's awesome and I feel like yeah. whenever I do have a bachelorette party, I feel like you need to, like, help plan it somehow. Can your bachelorette party just be me and you? <laughs> <laughs> that would be, You should throw me, like, a, a private bachelorette party because all my girlfriends will probably throw me one. But that would be really fun. You can take me they'll to like, hipster dance clubs. They'll get, they'll get you, like, thongs and, like, giggle super hard the whole time. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to go to a Mormon bachelorette party. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to plenty. It's fun. (laughs) Yeah, break one down for me. (laughs) That might be like a fun sketch to do. Um, I don't know. I went to one and it was just, oh shit. Was it? Was it? Was it like? Was it like giggly sexual at all? It was like it's really giggly sexual, and also like a lot of the girls don't know they've never had sex either, so it's kind of like the blind leading the blind. (laughs) You know, like. 
I had a tweet at one Mormon bachelor party. Is like we just we just like did anatomy flashcards, <laughs> like trying to learn. <laughs> oh, help me! Like it's a cram sesh before a final exam. Like I don't know anything. Uh, I know this. I know this. I know the labia. 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 <laughs> Uh, clitoris. I know that one. <laughs> I have no idea where it is, but I know how to spell No it. idea. <laughs> oh, it's just a spelling bee of sexual words. <laughs> it's just, it's all, everything you do in elementary school, but with sex. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun That sketch. does sound fun. It sounds fun to go to, too. Yeah. I'm down. Uh, but we, I interrupted you for your, your Mormon bachelorette party. Well, you were thinking. I'm trying to think, honestly. It's mostly just a lot of like playing games and opening presents and kind of feeling like giggly and awkward. I remember I went to one where like we watched a, a YouTube video where it was somebody like teaching you how to sexy pole dance. And then my friend's like, okay, now we all have to do it. And like no one really wanted to. So we're all like half ass, <laughs> like sexy dance. <laughs> And I was just like, can they go home? Like, it was awful. Oh, reluctant sexy dancing is so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty awful. <laughs> so sexy uncomfortable. Sexy dancing with so much inhibition. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was horrible. So just like stuff like that. Like, that's the general theme is just kind of like uncomfortably talking about sex. I don't know. I remember one I went to, we barbecued in the backyard and then like, that's all we did. And then like, they like gave the dude presents and most of them were condoms and everybody thought that was like, oh, oh, condom. condom. Oh man, you're going to have so much safe sex with your wife. <laughs> oh, who gives, like, who gives a group condoms? Mormons. Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> that's so great. It's such a funny fashion <laughs> gift. That's so funny. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's fun. Sex is so much more interesting uh, than Marvel. I know. It really is. Uh, and way more fun. <laughs> like you said, nothing. <laughs> I know. Uh, no comment. <laughs> uh Let's do your favorite Marvel movie. Let's try to like do some. Marvel oh yeah, content. Marvel. Oh, fuck. Um, my favorite Marvel movie. I remember really liking Thor. I also think that um, Chris Hemsworth is so funny. He's so funny. He's a really <laughs> funny guy. Don't In make that Thor? face. Okay, 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 okay. He does I, don't, have, I don't mean to, like, dismiss your opinion. He has some really great in moments Thor, in Thor. There were some great moments in Thor. But in I, fact, if we go back to the podcast, I think I, like, that was, like, the redemption for me. I, a couple funny moments. Right. And I, I, I like the theme of him being so out of place. I love the fish out of water feel of him, like, just being caught up. Like, he just talks like he's a Shakespearean god or something, you know? And it's just, I just love that theme of not fitting in and... Totally. I thought it was so funny. And I think he's naturally really funny. What, what, where else is he funny? Did you see, I just thought of one, the, what is it? It was the vacation movie with Ed Helms. With who? Ed Helms? 
Yeah, and then like it was a vacation reboot. Oh, it I didn't, didn't do see that. that. I heard that was kind of funny, I though. It, I thought it was funny. It didn't do well at all. I thought mm-hmm. it was really funny. Scott and I watched it. We really liked it. Uh, but he was like, he has a small role in it, and it's crazy funny. Yeah, he's like, really he good. He killed me in that. And I just read an article about how he was in the he's in the newest um, Ghostbusters movie, and how all the cast was just raving about how sorry I have to burp how funny he was and like how he just like was really great at improv and um, I think it was Kristen Wiig they like went into the bathroom or something like her and Melissa McCarthy and they were just like does he have like a a writer's staff in his pocket like where where is all this coming from I just think so, it's really funny so that's why I like so I so think much. there's this too um, I do think he's very funny so people say this about Channing Tatum too like man he's like like he looks like that and he's funny like yeah like how is that possible but I think that's a little bit part of it yeah like nobody expects you to be funny because a lot of comedy is expectation oh, yeah so nobody expects you to be mm-hmm. funny so as soon as you say something you're like whoa yeah that's kind of your recurse as a comedian like you oh. better not bomb. <laughs> no, like that sounds kidding. awful. Like the walking, you're like a walking expectation of like entertain me. Oh, and Jordan gets it all the time too, and it's especially like annoying because whenever we're hanging out with people, like not everybody, because I don't want people listening to this to think it's them, but like a certain amount of people, like are just obsessed. But you with know making who you laugh. are. Yeah, you know. Um, but um, and uh. This doesn't help, although it's one of Jordan's better qualities. He's, He's a, a laugher. very generous laugher. He's yeah, a laugher. It's so great, and I envy it so much. I tell him all and the he time. Does, he's not faking it. No, it's just who he is, and it's awesome. Yeah, I, I love it about him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it always feels sincere. It's also his curse. He's laughing at things that I wouldn't laugh at. I know. He's great. That's why my dad loves him. <laughs> he, no, honestly. Don't encourage him. I know. When... When Jordan's not around and he like tells a joke and my mom and I just like don't react, he's like Jordan would have laughed or like something like that. <laughs> like he's so bitter about it. <laughs> That's so funny. I know it's really sweet. You guys are so mean to your dad. I know. He just wants. He's just a puppy who wants a little bit of recognition. I know. I know. I didn't know how it looks, but like I've heard these <laughs> jokes a million times. I'm telling you. I know. You. That should make it funnier. I know. I, like, it should, but you, it doesn't. You you, you, you know like. Half his jokes are funny because they're funny, and half his jokes are funny because he's, like, trying so hard. Yeah. Giving it everything he's got. I know. Yeah, it's pretty great. But, yeah, Jordan is a very generous laugher, and so people around him are always trying to make him laugh because it works so easily. I I, I have a new go-to with people when they ask. Uh, I just tell them I'm not funny, and they think that's so funny. What do you mean? Like, like, they're like, oh, you do comedy? I'm like, yeah. It's like, tell me a joke. Like, oh, I'm not, I'm not funny. Oh, <laughs> and not, that I'm just not, kills? Not, yeah, they, they love it. They love, like, someone who does comedy that doesn't think they're funny. Yeah, that's fun. So that that usually diffuses it. Yeah, that's nice. And people are, like, usually when, like, they're like, I, I like, that's not, it's not, like, the right time or place or, like, you know, there's, like, I'm, like, I don't, like, make you do your job wherever. I think the real that's reason so comedi- funny. The real reason comedians don't do it is because they know, they wish they could. Hmm. Like I wish in all those situations I could just like crush. <laughs> I wish I could just like I had one line to be like, ha ha ha, I'm the best. <laughs> but, but that just can't happen. Yeah, that's funny. And it in and it like and it not like even if it worked five percent of the time, ninety five percent of the time it'd just be a nightmare. Yeah. 
That's really funny. And I also like watching Jordan squirm sometimes when I see that expectation put on him or when people are like literally say something like tell a joke or like say something funny. And it's just like fun to see him in every situation. But I especially love that one of him just kind of like, I'm like, also, he sounds nothing what does like he do? that. I peed my pants. I don't know. He just, he doesn't sound anything like that. But I'm just saying, like, I just love watching him squirm sometimes with that. Wait, tell me how empathetic I am again. <laughs> I sound like such a bitch. No, because those are like, oh, I think, I think it's so much better that he has someone there enjoying the Oh, yeah. Right? Because, like, because, like, those so, shit situations are so shitty to be in, but so fun to watch. Oh, yeah. It's great. And I especially love, like, watching him do improv and watching it bomb too because i love watching him like scramble around so manically and just like i because i watch him just kill it all the time and i love watching that too obviously obviously but it's really great to watch him like scramble around and like whenever he's in plays and something goes wrong like my heart beats are so fast i'm like what are you gonna do like and it's just so great speaking of that there's gonna be a lot of maybe like some of the people might be the listeners might be offended and it's i'm not talking about you i'm talking about all the others but like he's often playing with people who are below his skill level oh all the time yeah and so he has to scramble to make other people work with him and you know what he does a really good job of making everyone look great there are sometimes when you there's nothing you can do Mm -hmm. yeah that happened at ucb a lot like in his performances yeah especially with newbies and just like him just trying to do something with it. And sometimes it just didn't work. It was so great. I think you were with me for one of the performances and he, he was like partnered with this girl. She was just, it was not going anywhere. Was it like something with spaghetti coming <laughs> just, out of her butthole? She, <laughs> that was a different, that was a different scene that we watched. But yes, I also remember that. And that was one of my favorite improv moments ever. Just watching this like shit show. Of her talking about spaghetti coming out of her butthole and it had nothing to do with anything yeah and she and like and it was in a scene where like it didn't work and she just pushed it harder and harder like she she would not give up on this idea and make it work in the scene and just I <laughs> she think would she not just listen to anybody else hoping that it would be bad like you know when something g- it gets to a point where it's so bad that it turns sure. funny it just never got there like she thought the absurdity of it would carry yeah. it through yeah. I remember do. with her thinking like, oh man, she's really pretty. And then she did that bit. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm very comedically shallow. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. Okay. So you, so Thor is your favorite Marvel movie. Oh my God. I, we have to talk about Marvel. We, we don't okay. have to. Um, no, no, no. I'm just like, I'm just reminding myself. Okay, so, so what's, what's your least favorite? I mean, you hate Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, you think oh, it's the I worst thing even. in the world, like, and you're Honestly, right. I can't be in the same room as Jordan when he watches that show. So I've only watched the first half. And, like, honestly, if somebody walked in on me watching it, like, I feel like I was so miserable. Somebody would be like, stop it. You're killing him. Yeah. But also, I did you ever watch Chuck? No. I watched Chuck, and that show was pretty awful, too. But I understand, like... I understand that because if anybody came in and I was watching Chuck, I'd be like, no, you don't understand. I have to watch it from the beginning. Like these characters, like they grow on you. And, you know, so I I get that, though. But I just hate Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. What other bad TV do you like or bad Mm. movies? Okay, so we've talked about this a little bit. I love MTV. I love, <laughs> oh, you love you I, love the best garbage though. Oh it's yeah, good garbage. Well, it, I just love like 
really gross TV of just like gross people doing gross things. Why why do you think? Um I don't know. I think it's pretty common though. I mean like I don't mean to like, like psychoanalyze you, I'm sorry. Like, oh my god, I don't know. Um is this because know. of your modesty complex? Yeah, maybe like the real world, like growing up, is like, oh, look at all these people doing stuff I'd never do, you know? And I, also, I remember feeling that way watching like the spring break MTV stuff, especially. Oh, yeah. And I remember like, I liked the feeling of like sneaking it too, like watching it with my siblings. And like, totally. they don't quite realize I'm in the room either. And <laughs> it's kind of nostalgic. I really like Catfish and the real world in this show called Are You the One? And it, it, that's such a dumb... What are you the one? Yeah, it's a dumb title and it's a dumb show. And it's Is that a scripted really show? Um, it's not supposed to be. I don't know if it is. Well, I mean, like, is it a, is it a reality show? It's a reality show, yeah, where you're trying to find okay. your perfect match. <laughs> and they literally call it a perfect match. And if, every, if all 20 of these people find their perfect match, they all split a million dollars. That's a great premise. It's. I actually think you really oh, like it. I'm sure I would. But you kind of like bad shows too. Oh, absolutely. Like we both love The Bachelor and Bachelorette. In fact, I oh, have yeah. like the hardest time with how much I like it. Yeah, it was really great, and this last season was great too. And Caitlin's season was so great. Oh, that was fun. Um, I'm glad I didn't watch this last season. I think it, I would like glad I didn't. Yeah, too much. Well, and yeah. Ben was like a perfect makes- bachelor. It's like you have some controversy. He was too good. Yeah, he was a little too great. But didn't you know that when like that's because he was that way on Caitlyn's season. Yeah, he's he's just kind of vanilla. Man, we're getting some real bachelor goss on mouthful marbles. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, how about you just ask me questions and I just answer them and I don't because no, I because I want to talk to you. Okay. Uh, and also, I don't think anyone's really gonna listen to this because I think people will. You gotta love me. I don't know. <laughs> Tony will. Tony will listen. Tony will listen. Thanks, hey, Tony. Tony. Maybe Brock. Hey, Brock. So, um, I do love The Bachelor. Uh, one of my favorite memories was watching it with you and your mom. We had a pizza party. <laughs> it was <laughs> so fun. <laughs> Honestly. And your dad for part of it. Yeah. And we kind of wanted him to leave because he was ruining the finale. I did not want him to leave. I did not oh want him gosh, to leave. Oh, my gosh. So many unnecessary jokes. It was so good. Your mom genuinely wanted me to stop laughing at his I jokes. I know. Like, and I also th- think that she sometimes feels like, like you don't have to laugh at him, like kind of like, <laughs> like taking that pressure off. Jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, mom, like he's kind of, he's funny so with other people. <laughs> yeah. People like laughing. Condescending. That's <laughs> really funny. I do love The Bachelor. I liked, I used to watch, I watched, oh, I, I like saying this. I watched Jersey Shore and I pretended oh, yeah. it was ironic. At yeah, the time. I watched Jersey Shore. Was fun. I used to watch Bad Girls Club some, mm. but that I wouldn't watch it like regularly. I just like jump in. Mm-hmm. I've never watched that. Um, I love hidden camera shows so much. What are your favorite hidden camera shows? Um, there was a show called Boiling Point on MTV, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would like put them in awful situations and see how long it took them to swear or leave. You know. And I really liked that one. And I also liked, um, oh shit. Um, it's the MTV show where they put, it's like a hidden camera show where they put them in scary situations. Scare tactics. Scare. Oh, nothing is so funnier good. than that show. So nothing good. is funnier it's than that reaction. show. Oh. Nothing's funnier than that show. 
that's it, it makes you laugh on like the most like inner part of you <laughs> and honestly it's so you're, like good. your inner sanctum like there's a part of you that's asleep for 99 percent of your life I but know. during scare tactics it wakes up everyone go watch that show it's amazing oh, so it's amazing like the best writers in television couldn't come up with like something better than scare because it oh it's everything it's everything in one show and it's, it's, it's great it's also like it's also like kind of poetic in pointing out the absurdity of existence <laughs> and it's also great how like people in these situations like you live your life saying like this won't happen this won't happen like there's no such thing as aliens and on a like just like that and you'll believe it you'll yeah, for you'll sure just believe, believe it. it it's so great and i hope i would too I, I, well, man, it's a fantasy of mine to like be on the show and not know it, like to really yeah. like experience that and to see <laughs> how I'd handle it. Yeah. I kind of want to do that to you now. Well, I don't know if it was, now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked for it. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know when, just someday. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah part of it's you can't tell me when. Just don't think about it. <laughs> So least favorite Marvel movie. Um, did I not answer it? I don't think so. So you, Agents well, of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't count. You hinted toward Thor being your favorite. Yeah, Thor was my favorite. I think probably my least favorite would be Iron Man. Interesting, because that's that's like a universally loved. I know. Marvel, and I, I like Iron Man. I know. I just like, I <laughs> like, I don't, I don't like Tony Stark. I, don't like I got spit. tired of him by the second I'm movie. I'm so tired of him. Like, oh, I have weird facial hair, and I'm a bad boy, and I'm smart, and you're stupid. Like, and I started with the facial hair. He has weird ass facial hair. Like, I don't, I don't get it. It looks like it look. He looks like a late '90s dot com bubble millionaire. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so specific. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, and I especially didn't like Tony Stark in the Avengers movies. I was just so sick of him. Well, he's very one-dimensional for most of it. I'm hoping in the Civil War movie, like, I like the idea of him being pitted against yeah. a friend. And there, there are moments where he, he has humanity, but I don't, I don't like that his, his go-to personality is snark. Yeah, it's just like, it just... Cynicism will wear you down quick. It makes me detach from him because I'm like, oh, you're, you're, not, you're not a normal person with normal feelings. You're just kind of an asshole all the time. He's also not like if you wrote down like the things everybody thinks he's like that character is so clever and witty. If you wrote it down, what he's saying, it's not that great. He's not that great. Thank you. <laughs> it's not that funny. Like it's not that funny. He, and it's also not really his original cadence. Like it's a it's a shittier version of what Bill Murray's been doing for decades. Hmm. Like Bill Murray and Ghostbusters is is that kind of like cynical cool guy, and Bill Murray can do it so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching Ghostbusters again later. I'm like, oh, this is where like Tony Stark. This is where it's from. coming from, yeah. Yeah, and and it's and it's so much better, yeah. and it's there's so much more heart behind it. Yeah, I just felt like Tony Stark and Captain America's whole thing in the latest Avengers. I was just like, what is this? Like, it just felt kind of done, like language and like, oh boy, like I'm the good guy, I'm the bad guy, like we clash yeah. and. I don't know. I just am sick of it. <sighs> like, I think you said more with that exhale yeah. than anything else. But I, so, so Iron, so you, you like, those are both like inverse for me on my list of Marvel. Marvel I know. Movies. I remember Iron Man's that. Top, 
And Thor's toward the bottom. I don't yeah. remember where anymore, but it's interesting. I didn't really like the Avenger, the latest Avenger movie. The I I really liked Scarlet Witch because I also love Elizabeth Olsen because uh, she's just great. Yeah, she's great watched, to look we at. We watched she's Martha talented. Martin and Marlene together, right? Oh yeah, no, yeah, she's amazing, and I thought that her so character good. was cool, and I thought her accent was horrible, but I'm hoping that gets better. <laughs> but I really, I was really excited about her. So I did like that part of the movie, but I felt like there was too much going on and I wasn't following it and it just didn't feel realistic. And Iron Man was wearing like a lot of those like really tight Under Armour shirts with jeans and it was so gross. <laughs> like honestly, I was like, you remind me of a Provo kid. Like you're not okay with swearing. <laughs> like you're wearing gym Wait, clothes. Iron Man said pants. that or Iron Man was wearing that way or Captain America was? Captain America. Did I say Iron okay. Man? I don't remember. Okay. I was picturing it, but I know what you mean now, which is really yeah. funny. Captain America really is funny for sure a Mormon. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. Language. Well, in, in, he's good in his own movies, but in the Avengers movies, he's he's kind of not that great. Yeah. I liked Captain America. The first one, I think, I don't know. That one's one of my... Oh, yeah. That was ones. one of your favorites, huh? I think so. I don't remember anymore. I feel like I'm like for sure contradicted myself like or so many times mm-hmm. with my opinions on these. Or yeah, that like I'm saying I hate them now. Well, uh, like, I'm just being a chameleon. Like, I'm agreeing with you. And then when Jordan comes on, I'm like, yeah, those are great. Yeah. But that's that's normal. I mean, like, you're a nice person. <laughs> you're going to try to relate to everybody. And you're sure. also kind of two-faced. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but I also know that Marvel's trying with the whole female thing. Are they? I don't know. I, feel like, I don't think they care. I also I feel think like I think it, I think it's pandering. I feel like it's like oh, I was I telling want them you to about do better. This. Yes, and it feels like almost like throwing us a scrap. Like oh, we're coming out with a Captain Marvel movie. It's like yeah, but it's like been so long. Like it's too little, too late almost for me. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And I want to be proven wrong. Like I want somebody to like point out how it's not sexist. So please hit me up on facebook and tell me how i'm wrong because i would love to not think this or on at twitter uh because she's one of the funniest people on twitter and has the best handle <laughs> uh which is at angry feminist 69 which is a fun time <laughs> to bring that handle up <laughs> but i i i told people in my writing class your handle Oh, but I remember, we were talking about Twitter handles <laughs> and I brought it up and everybody loved it. Oh, that, that makes me feel really great. And um, I was telling Jordan that like I do, I feel like I am like this, like I feel like an angry feminist sometimes, but I'm so young in it and I'm just learning about feminism and I'm discovering the side of me. And I also don't really know what I'm talking about all the time with it. It's just like this feeling, this rumbling, like how do I put this in words, how mad I am? Like I don't have like, facts memorized i don't know a bunch of stories like i i was telling jordan that i maybe want to start like my own podcast that's called something like i'm a baby feminist and i talk to like older women who are more established and can teach me stuff because i feel like i have this like thing inside me where i'm so angry sometimes but i can't understand it and i just like want to be taught please do that yeah it sounds that's such a great idea Oh, that's so good. My heart's beating fast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, here, here's, here's what I thought of while you're saying that. Um, is it like, that's all bullshit. 
I'm just kidding. Oh. I, <laughs> There's like a second where I was like, God. <laughs> no, like I, I, I love that. But like also, like we talked about this on the podcast before, like the room to be wrong, right? Like yeah. you have to have, you have to have, you have to have fuck up room. Yeah. And, and, and I think especially when you're trying to do something like that you really care about, you want to have as little fuck up room as possible. Yeah. And so that creates a lot of anxiety. Um, also, with like not knowing facts and stuff, uh, one of my favorite writers tweeted this about the election. He's like, you can like give me as many statistics as you want. Like I really only care about anecdotes. I really care about like people's personal stories. Yeah, totally. Like that's the only part that moves the needle. And that's like you sharing your how you feel or your personal experience. Like that's more important than like any real statistics. You know what? Yeah, that's really beautiful and great. So that's you should do that podcast. You yeah. absolutely should do that podcast. Thanks. That like that that like that would be like almost as good as a Marvel podcast. <laughs> almost. <laughs> But I, oh, I I really do like this podcast, though. I think it's a fun idea, and I think you guys are really funny and cool. And I'm Aww. just really glad that I get to be friends with one of you and get to, well, date the other one. So it's <laughs> been, I don't know, I just really love you guys. I love you, too. So I don't want to shit on this podcast or Marvel too much. I don't want anyone to Kay. be mad at me, especially Jordan's friends and people that, like, love Jordan oh, and love they're, Marvel. They're fine. They need to hear this. <sighs> Especially like, well, especially like how, like, especially the, the, because Jordan and I talk about like feminist stuff about Marvel on the podcast, but guess what? We've only had dudes on the podcast. Gross. Like you're, you're the first girl. So like we're, 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 we're talking about this stuff and we're doing the same thing. Oh yeah. And I brought that up. I brought that up with Jordan a couple times, hmm. but I think, I think there's a couple of reasons. Um, First, like most of like the the comedy community that we're in, like is mostly dudes, and we mostly like yeah. had guests from the comedy community. So like the pool is mostly male. And the second reason is because like um, something this not this like anti-feminist is not going to have a lot of female fans. Yeah. Like like having mm-hmm. you on, you're coming on as an antagonist. <laughs> like yeah. you're you're coming on as like a counterpoint. Mm-hmm. So I think that that like in the defense of the podcast a little bit, but still like. We're t- we talk about these feminist things or like these feminist problems or issues and like, like why aren't you like, talking about them with two, girls ever? Two two white dudes aren't gonna like fix this talking about it on a fan podcast. Mm. Like it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything to move the needle. Hmm. True. I mean it's it's not. Well, I mean, it will do something. Not, yeah, but right. It's not, it's not hurting. It's not bad, it. but it's but it's also like a little bit hypocritical. But I think that I listened to the first episode and the only thing that bad because I, I loved it and I loved listening to it and I laughed and I had a good time but you guys <laughs> whenever you would refer to Marvel fans you would always say guys and like you would only refer to them as men and so I think I pointed that out to oh. Jordan because I was like if you have female listeners like that's just gonna and alienate them yeah so yeah I was just kind of like trying to, yeah Ooh, see ya later yeah yeah I don't like that although like I, I kind of assume most girls wouldn't like it, not because of the subject material, but because it's not that friendly to women. Yeah, but also a lot of girls love this. They do. That's very true. Especially like maybe, maybe now more than ever, like cosplay with this is huge for both men and mm-hmm. women. Uh, cons are huge. But I remember I was, we were at, like we were just at Disneyland and I was just kind of realizing that 
my whole life, I've been able to, and I've done it naturally, I've been able to identify with male characters because that's mostly what I'm watching, you know? But I don't feel like when there's a female character, I don't feel like men will identify with them in the same way that women are kind of have to identify with men. Do you know what I mean? Right. Sure. I think, yeah, that that makes sense, especially because, like, that's that's the market, right? Like, that, there's so many more male characters that are three-dimensional than, than, than female characters that are three-dimensional. So like you've like, like there's, there's been more, I won't say need or opportunity, but like there's been more occasion for identifying with men than, than vice versa. Totally. Like, I don't feel like I, I don't know. I'd have to think about that more before I said how I feel about it. Did you ever watch star Wars? The new one? The new one? No. Um, so the main character is, female she's played by daisy ridley her name is ray and she's just oh she was everything that we need like she's everything that we need because she's every emotion she's so dimensional she's so strong and tough she's also really sensitive and vulnerable and she wasn't one thing and it was so great to see i i've never gone through that like i i remember i cried a couple times in the movie just because i've never seen anything like that I've never felt that before, and it was really refreshing and nice. I feel like I'm gonna and cry. Especially not in a, no, it's fine. <laughs> uh, especially in a in a like a big franchise like that. Yeah, because all the movies that I'm thinking of with like great female characters are all pretty small movies. Sure. So it was it was amazing to watch that. It it just it was so great to watch. <clears throat> That's like the best case. Like that's made me want to watch it. Like I haven't had any interest in watching it. <laughs> like you at would all. love just, it. Adam Driver's really great in it too. And I love I love Adam Driver. He was amazing. And I, and I probably enjoyed the movie. I just I've just never been in the Star Wars. And I don't get into sci-fi that much. Yeah. Especially like that kind of sci-fi. Uh, but like that makes me want to watch it more. And I, I was never really that into Star Wars too. But that movie sucked me in, and I feel like a lot of it is because of ray and that character and i'm like did you guys do this on purpose like is this your way of getting more money from me because now i'm buying star wars shirts and i want to buy star wars and go to the movie and like you this is all calculated and plotted which kind of sucks too what is what like what you're saying that was so funny too because like are you trying to get more money from me like why aren't they trying to get more money by having like like good female characters yeah half the audience is female i know it's so absurd why is it like, I mean, this last year was really good for female characters. Yeah, it was. This last year. It's getting better. Yeah, it's getting, but like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I've wondered why it's not been that way till now. I, I think maybe some of it's like, uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it more. I remember you and I were having this conversation about how women, it's, it's kind of like women taking the power back right now. We're going through this. The this, pendulum yeah, and it's. I think I totally know what you mean. I feel like we've been so suppressed, and I don't think that we're taking something that we've never had. I think that we're we're taking something that's naturally ours. Right. I think so. I think. I think. I think. Uh, like men have suppressed women in that way because women are like naturally powerful. Yeah, we give birth to you. You want to be birth- here without us. Also, like one of our main hungers is sex. Yeah, we like have everything that you want and so you've yeah totally makes sense so like so every every structure is meant to like take that power away from women because without that's like without like a really shitty male-dominated structure then women have all power yep 
everything everything but just like brute force (laughs) that sounds kind of cool just like yeah and it and it and it the pendulum should be swinging the other way Mm -hmm. i hope it is i think it is hopefully in a healthy way i think i hope that it just finds a good balance of equality i don't so it's so simple when you think about it it just seems like such a hard road um, being friends with you has helped me see it a lot, all this stuff a lot more clearly too, especially like being like, Oh, what would have been like to grow up where like all the characters are male or like, what would have been like to grow up where like, this was my expectation, especially like growing up Mormon. And I don't want to like bash on Mormonism. Um, but like growing up in a world where like all the leaders are male yeah, and, and like you're expected to be, um, like the most, like I, I was in a Sunday school class and, uh, Oh, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you see me? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sunday school class and like somebody said the most important job for a woman is to be a mother. And I, and I raised my hand and I said, um, I'm fine with that. As long as like the most important for every man is to be a father. Yeah. Like then, then, then that's fine. And it's like, I guess I don't see the, see the distinction. And then like a dozen hands went up and they were all girls yeah. all disagreeing with me. Right. Like this, 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 yeah, so I, I I don't know I, I I was very blind to how oppressive that can be. Right, and I think I also get that too because I want to have children and I think that's really important too. But I don't think that's the only thing that I want to do. And and even if it, well, and you should choose it. Yeah, and I was just gonna say if you want to be a mother and you want to be a stay at home mom, that's great and that's beautiful. But I think that we just if a woman wants to work and she doesn't want to have kids, that shouldn't be judged. If a woman wants to be a stay at home mom, that shouldn't be judged, especially in the church. Like that's right. Oh, or yeah. if a man wants to be like a stay at home dad. Oh yeah. The, the breadwinner. Yeah. Jordan just talked about that sometimes that he would love that job and he would be a good stay at home dad. He'd be so fun. He'd be great. He's going to be a great dad. He'd, he'd be such like a perfect sitcom stay at home dad. Mm-hmm. Wow. That'd be so good. Yeah. yeah, he will be a great dad. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I felt very embarrassed at how blind I was to all of that. Hmm. Like that I was surrounded by it and not seeing it, especially because I'm on the privileged side. Sure. I was a white male in a white male dominated society and I didn't realize it. Yeah. So. So what's your, like your most media Marvel movie? <laughs> I don't know to ask about Marvel anymore. <laughs> Oh, the, um, <laughs> um, I liked Ant-Man. I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was, it was all right. But that movie didn't pass the Bechdel test. Do, do any of them pass the Bechdel test? Um, we were actually researching it and I can't remember, but I, most of them don't, but some of them did. I saw somebody tweet today that lemonade wouldn't pass the Bechdel test. Oh my gosh. That's so funny. <laughs> I think it's because she's talking about um, Mr. Carter the whole time. Yeah. Uh, so and so great. she's always talking about a dude. So she has to have a conversation with another girl about something other than a dude. But she's not really having a conversation with anybody. Sure. So so then the, like it, it fails. But like some movies fail and they really are very feminist. Right, right, like, right. They're fine. Yep. Like, like uh, Gravity would fail. Hmm. Even okay. though it's because because there's only two characters. Sure, that test is kind of flawed in some ways too. And and, and I think people like even who people who like the Bechdel test know that it's yeah it's pretty limited. Yeah, including me, I like the Bechdel test. Yeah. I think it's important, uh, but it's 
very fun. I really liked Ant-Man, though. I thought Paul Rudd was great, and he's so dreamy. Did you ever watch... Oh, no, you haven't watched Clueless yet, because I made you promise mm-hmm. that you'd wait. He's so great in that movie, and he's just There's like a like hundred movies that I'll never see because I'm I supposed know. to watch them with you. <laughs> I would be so... There's honestly... I, we have to just like... We need to get sick at the same time I, so that we can just I like stay. <laughs> wait, which one? The Conjuring? The Conjuring, yeah. Yeah, that one's great. Um, yeah, I really loved Ant-Man, and I really like Evangeline Lilly. She is beautiful and great and strong, and I really loved her in Lost. So I was really on board with that. And I just thought it was creative. It didn't feel yeah. like a Marvel movie the whole time, which felt nice, did, too. Did you see Deadpool? No. I, I don't think it's my thing. No, I don't think you'd like it at all. I didn't like yeah. it. I don't think um, I would like it. And it, like, everybody's loving it. Yeah, I just kind of assumed that it would make me mad, so I didn't watch it. It's, and it's one of those, like, I feel like it's just, like, a mirror of, like, internet snark. Yeah. And that, like, everybody thinks they're super clever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, way more clever than they actually are, and there's no honesty in it ever. Yeah. Um. So, of all the Marvel movies, where does, like, Lemonade rank? You had to, like, rank it. <laughs> Among the Marvel movies. Oh. Um, like that, it's just like you can't even. Lemonade was so <laughs> fucking good. It was so good. It was so good. He, like, I'm not even a Beyonce guy. Like, I like her, but I'm not like, you know, most people in Beyonce, like, worship her, right? She Which tra- is cool. Yeah. It's a fun culture. I'm not part of that. And it blew me away. She transcended. Yeah, she transcended herself. Like, she, that was beyond Beyonce and the Beyonce worship cult that she has it was beyond that it was amazing it trans yeah it transcended every like oh i, I mean I, I i talked to a couple of people this it did feel like coming down from a high it yeah. felt like it felt like like and that's that's art at its best that's oh. one of those moments where like you see like you you think like oh that was art like achieving its peak yep like usually when you see something even really good you're like there's probably a better version of it yep. like there's there's probably like they're probably this even if it's great mm-hmm. like like some of my favorite movies aren't perfect art Right. This was like this was as good as it could be. It's as good as it gets. I it is amazing. I couldn't even talk after I finished watching it. I've only felt that Ooh. way a handful of times. I know it was really really great. Did Jordan watch it? That's kind of yeah. why I brought it up. We watched it together, to what, and what we yeah we loved it. He really loved it too. Like we were just speechless. Jordan's not a music guy. No, he's not a music guy, but. Like he got That's it. That's how good this is. It, yeah. Yeah. He, he got it. Like this was just mine. It, it's beyond anything that's ever been done. And he could see that too. Calvin watched it today. Oh, what did he uh, think? Loved it. Okay. And like, neither of us are like, what, what are the target audience? Like, or what you would think the target, target audience. Yeah. Might be. Like neither of us like listen to Beyonce casually. even. Yeah. Like, oh, we, it's so good. So like, I mean, he, he might more than I do. I shouldn't. Just assume. I have never heard him listen to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, we were like going back and forth texting, like how great it was. Yeah. Everyone should watch it. All oh, of you little marble yeah. nerds need to go and watch Lemonade. The only time. <laughs> yeah. Watch some art. Yeah, guys. Some uh, the only other time I, I felt it. that way about art, like where it's like at its peak, the only thing I can remember, I'm sure I felt this way other times. Oh, I don't know. I think I just thought of a third. So a couple other times. One was seeing Newsies in New York. On oh, Broadway. yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't the whole play, but it was one one dance. It was uh, Seize the Day. Yep. 
I remember you and talking about this. And they were dancing on newspapers, spinning on the newspaper. Like it was like they couldn't be yeah. better than that moment. I'm not describing it well. And then the other time, Wait, I think they were dancing on newspapers. It's so Fuck dumb. You. <laughs> Fuck you. Wait. Yeah. Say it again. I, Tell me again. It doesn't again. sound that clever when you say like a show about newspapers and they dance on newspapers. I know, but like you should have seen it. It's really. Funny. It was so good. Yeah. I know. Uh, I, I'm sure it was Mike. I'm sure it was great. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, the other time was like seeing uh, Nathaniel Rateliff in the night sweats. Oh yeah, that was really great too. Because it was it was the right room. It was like the, like their performance was right on. The energy was like yep. so beautiful. Like that was that was transcendent. And there've been like that one might even be not quite as good as. Mm-hmm. Like the same experience, but, oh, but similar. And I had an experience at a Lady Gaga concert where she sang a acapella, no, not acapella, um, like a piano version of Born This Way. And she it was, she just turned it into a ballad and was like belting it. And just in that atmosphere and that like surrounded by people that are gay and have gone through experiences that I can't even imagine how painful they are. And everyone was just bawling, and it was just the most powerful. It was amazing, and I it was like this is this is what art is. This I don't even have words. Like I, we were everyone was crying. It was really great. That's yeah. That's 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 unreal. Yeah, and and that's that's saying something for Lemonade too, because that was a live experience. Like most of these experiences I have are like yeah, live. Yeah. So just like sit on a couch by myself in Chicago and watch Little Maiden. <laughs> have a transformative experience. I want to watch it again now. That was really I do too. I almost it almost feels too soon. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm gonna do it. Yeah, go nuts. Um Did so you have do you have anything you wanted to talk about with Marvel? Anything you wanted to make sure to hit? Not really, because I came into this really nervous. And feeling like I didn't know what I was going to say, so I didn't have any expectations. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to ask me? Um, I think I did most of it. Um, yeah. I forgot. I forgot all the taglines at the end. Yeah. It's like I. Uh, Something MCU later. We are, we are Groot. Groot. We're Groot. We'll end it there. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Sorry if I offended anyone. Marvel's great. <laughs> do I? What do I do? I don't know. I'm always on this end. Oh, fuck. Jordan? <laughs> Zoom. <laughs>